0: Hello and welcome to the Latter-day Ladies Podcast, a place where we talk about all of the things that happen along the covenant path. I'm your host and your friend, Jenny Moss, and today on episode 116, I get to share with you an amazing interview. This is one of my most favorite people who's also married to one of my other most favorite people. His name is Brian Arnett. Brian is an Arizona native, and he started his family with Amanda in 2006 in the Mesa, Arizona Temple. I love how he said that. They have five children, and Brian has a bachelor's of science in nursing from Arizona State University and a doctor of nursing practice from Baylor College of Medicine in Houston, Texas. He works as a certified register nurse, nurse anesthetist, that's a mouthful, at a public hospital in Phoenix, AZ. He and his family love listening to, learning, and creating good music. Among Brian's interests, he enjoys playing ukulele, sailing, and meeting and working with all kinds of people. He absolutely loves to study, learn, and teach, and share about the gospel of Jesus Christ. He is the creator of Publishing Peace, a blog dedicated to introducing the world to the peace and joy that comes from covenanting with God. So without further ado, this is the first half of my conversation with Brian Arnett. Brian, I am so excited to talk to you today. Brian and I are actually very good friends. We are good friends with each other and with each other's spouses. And we had the opportunity of being in their ward. And so I've been learning from Brian for years. And uh, it is so exciting to be able to see the gospel of Jesus Christ through other people's eyes. I feel like it helps me understand, like in that talk that Elder Oopdorf gave, where he talks about the elephant. And how all these different men were seeing the different parts of the elephant. And I feel like, Brian, you've given me the opportunity to see different elements of the elephant that I really didn't have experience to see yet. So thank you for being here today and thank you for coming on to teach us. Uh, we are so excited to have this conversation today.
1: It's thrilled to be here. Thank you, Jenny.
0: Thank you. Okay, so our first question is. Um, I I wanted to get to uh, share, have you share a little bit about your experience of publishing peace and how that got started. Um, You felt this call to share with the world the power of the covenantal relationships that we can have with the Lord. And I wanted you to kind of take us through that whole experience and teach us about that.
1: The call for starting publishing peace really has to do with our prophet president nelson i had i received my patriarchal blessing when i was getting ready for my mission and there was a lot of things in there about things that sounded like they were in the future things that we knew were coming but no one really knew much about right like gathering israel what is that and the second coming and all these things that that you hear once a year in a sunday school lesson but no one really knows what that is so then when president nelson repeatedly mentions covenant making the abrahamic covenant gathering of israel and lately what israel really means all of this kind of starts ringing a this clarion call in my heart in my mind and i feel the prophet i feel the lord calling me to 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 share but it wasn't until i started learning more about this this everlasting covenant that I started connecting what God has promised to do that he'll do for people who make this covenant with him um and as I've uh, kind of connected those dots and, and as my eyes have been opened to how the covenant blessings have come into our our family and into our lives I've just noticed that this is these are covenantal blessings that have been promised and we have been receiving those blessings because of that special relationship with God. So, yeah, I felt drawn to share that with everyone that I can. Um, And my hope is that people that whether it's someone that is a Latter-day Saint goes to church, but feels like something is missing or it's someone on the other side of the world who doesn't um, maybe doesn't even have any concept of Jesus Christ or Covenants. I would like them to learn. That's kind of how it got started. The difference that technology can make and the, the power of sharing um, the message that I felt drawn to share online and more recently so, on social media, that got me really, um, really excited because um, I could reach more people. Instead of just sharing a testimony in a testimony meeting or sharing the gospel with a friend at work, I could share the gospel with many, many people. And so, yeah, that's kind of what has inspired. That's what kind of what has inspired me to start publishing peace. And like, why is it called publishing peace? The, there's a, a scripture about in Isaiah, yeah, Isaiah chapter fifty-two, verse seven, and First Nephi chapter thirteen. It's about those who are those who um, publish peace and declare salvation. <laughs> it's funny. It's about feet. It's kind of. I, I don't have. I think I have hobbit-looking feet, but. Um, <laughs> But the our feet are beautiful to the Lord, I guess, when we try to publish peace. And the peace that these scriptures are referring to is the covenant of peace. So this, um, it's the good news that God hasn't forgotten his covenant that he made it anciently to, to Abraham and his descendants, that his covenant has been restored in the last days. And God wants all of us, everyone, to um, enter into this covenant relationship with God.
0: I feel like since we've started having these conversations about your mission statement, it's given me more awareness of the way I talk. When I talk to people who are not yet members of our faith, I've recognized that when I'm talking about covenants, they may not understand exactly what I'm saying. And so, they, but like, for instance, our son just got baptized. And so afterwards we were talking about it. And, um, she said, it's so great. My friend said, it's so great that your son made a, you know, made this decision. And I was like, yeah, and he's going to receive so many blessings from it. And her eyes kind of like raised. And we had this conversation about what a covenantal relationship looks like. And it was so cool. Um, because I didn't, quite have the awareness yet of, um, this understanding that we have been given that there's a, there are two elements to every covenantal relationship that the Lord has and to be able to make sure that we teach that to other people. So I'm really grateful that for all the conversations that we've had, because it's helped me understand like, uh, truly the power that the Lord has given us here on the earth to gather Israel, to literally bind these people to him. It's just, it's very, it's incredible. So thank you for bringing awareness on that.
1: Yeah. And I love that word bind. Bind is 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 one of the best ways we can describe that kind of relationship with God. And he, he wants to be bound to, to all of us. Yeah. Beautifully said.
0: Um, I also loved how you connected the, the scripture, like how beautiful is the feet of those who, you know, go out and, share this message with the world. And I think, uh, it's just like you said, with social media, we have the opportunity to literally take our digital footprint and be able to share that with so many more people. And I'm so thankful for your willingness to, um, to lend your perspective by teaching because I, I really truly believe that every single person who feels called to share the gospel and to share their specific um, like the pillars that they base their testimony on it has so much enough of an effect that you may not even realize on other people so I I really I really love those two connections you made and you talked about um, your baptismal covenants in a post and you said this quote, As I flip through the chapters of my life, I can see that heaven's blessings have always attended me through my challenges, Psalm uh, 23, 6. So what are some of the ways that your covenants that you've made with the Lord, how have they blessed you in your times of trial?
1: There's a list of so many experiences that we've had um, where we've noticed Um, covenant blessings flow into our story. But the one I wanted to share is this. In 2010, I unexpectedly lost my job. And um, I was a nurse, and nurses don't lose their job. That's crazy, right? I worked really hard to find a new job. Um, I kind of chose to keep moving forward. I struggled for months to find new work. But then God directed me to do something unexpected, something that was That wouldn't, wouldn't be, wouldn't seem like it'd be the right idea, like maybe a step backward instead of forward. And it was to apply to graduate school instead. I didn't feel like I was prepared like most other candidates. I had little experience as a nurse. Nursing was, was required um, for, for this particular graduate program. And then when I got, when I got invited for interview, I recognized that as a, as, as a handout from Heavenly Father. Like I wasn't expecting that. And so, I felt like this was my chance to um, to find to to find another path to find a path towards having work so I could provide for my family. And so there's so I get on this plane. We fly to Houston, Texas, or I I was on the plane to Texas, and, <sighs> and this is kind of where my covenant really, my covenant commitment really started. Jenny, the whole flight to Houston. I just pray without stopping in my mind, of course, just begging God to please help me to perform well in this interview um, and to get accepted. And I just promise God in return, everything, promise in my life, my my time, uh, the the resources that he would give me, the money, the everything that, that he will give me, I, I became willing to give him all of that. And it was a defining moment for me. And what's amazing is he did help me perform well in the interview, and we got uh, we did get accepted. And when my wife got the phone call, I was sleeping, and when I finally woke up, she and I just got on our knees, and with tears streaming down our face our faces, maybe my face a little more than hers. We just thanked we thanked Heavenly Father for that blessing. And so I I now recognize that as covenant blessings coming into my life. Um, having the strength to perform well on the interview, but it didn't mean things would be easy for us um, from then on. And the other part of the story is, even though we were accepted to graduate school and things looked like they would work out, so long as I do well in school, we were really like afraid and sad to leave Tempe, Arizona, and to make the move. We'd never lived away before, and so the last Sunday we were in Tempe. It was Fast Sunday, and we went to church, and I was feeling down and worried about making this move. And then, as often does, music came in, um, came into that, that part of my story. In sacrament meeting, we were singing a, a hymn, and it was the one that has probably affected many of, of our listeners. It says, Fear not, I am with thee, O be not dismayed. For I am thy God and will still give thee aid. I'll strengthen thee, help thee, and cause thee to stand, upheld by my righteous, omnipotent hand. And when I sang that song, it was like I'd never sung that song before. It hit me like never before. And I couldn't really finish the rest of the song um, because of the emotion that overcame me and the feeling of peace and the assurance that came. And so once again, we see kind of, we see the Lord showing up to in, in, this, in this instance, to, um, to comfort to comfort us, to, to help me know that things are going to work out, that he's going to be with us. And this, these are just a couple examples of the many, many examples of, of what it looks like to, to recognize heaven's blessings in our lives as covenant keepers.
0: Wow. I remember one time when you bore your testimony and you talked about that verse. I had never really had a connection to, uh, to that song before. And then I remember putting it to different, like putting it to different tunes. And then I ended up memorizing that full verse because you talked about it. And I, I realized how much I needed that because it was right before the pandemic. And I would sing that to myself all the time. So thank you for sharing that again. Cause I love, I love that because of you. (laughs) So thank you.
1: Oh, I had no idea. I'm, thank you for sharing that. Um, yeah, the pandemic was so rough. Well, I'm glad that made, that made a difference. And I think this, this stands out to us because this is covenant language. This is the Savior, Jesus Christ, letting us know that he's with us and to not be afraid. Specifically, these are promises for covenant keepers.
0: Sometimes uh, we, are, we are put in situations where it feels like there are no options Um, when in fact there are so many options for us, we choose for our option to be leaning on Jesus. And there's so much power in just giving all the control back to him and being like, Lord, I put it in your hands. I will give you, I will give all of my favorite sins. I will give everything just to know the, like, you've got this. I know it. And I feel like we've had a lot of, uh, I know you and I both have had a lot of moments in our life where we've kind of just had to put it back into the Lord's hands and been like, I'll give it all to you. I know that you're going to make good with everything that I have.
1: Yeah, that's beautiful. That's how I felt on that airplane. Maybe it's sometimes in our lives when we're most desperate, where we don't have many other options but to turn to the Savior. Um, But yeah, I'm thankful for those experiences, those moments that helped me. Become willing to to give everything uh, to him, and it 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 sounds like that would be a scary place to be, but it's a to me it's a comforting place to be because because of him because we can trust him.
0: Yeah, it feels like desperation when you when you are brought to your knees, but I think that there's so much power in the choice of staying on your knees and then uh, continuing to stay there once you see like the bounty of blessings that come. Um, I often have the prayer in my heart like, Lord, please help me continue to lean on you even through like the highs because oftentimes I will be tempted to forget. And so I I pray all the time and I also struggle sometimes just with my memory. So I'm like, Lord, help me keep this at the front of my mind because I need your help to help me do that. So I love that example.
1: Absolutely. You're not alone. <laughs> You're not alone in that.
0: So Brian... Tell me, how, how can we, as, um, as members of the church, how can we look for more ways in our lives to see how our covenants are blessing us? What are some of the techniques that you use to be able to identify those blessings?
1: Great question. Um, you know, before, before I started studying and learning just what God has promised us, I, was, I didn't acknowledge these blessings as coming through this covenant relationship. So kind of where it began, what helped me to recognize um, blessings that come into my life and to connect them with my covenant that i made with God was, was when President Nelson invited the church to make a list of everything God has promised He'll do for covenant Israel. Um, you might remember that that invitation in the, I believe it was the uh, October 2020 conference called Let God Prevail. I pushed that invitation aside for a couple of years. (laughs) But in 2022, when we studied the Old Testament together with Come Follow Me, I decided I'd start making my own list. And with the help of a podcast or two I listened to, I made my own list of, of everything I could find that God has promised and that's when my eyes started opening up to the incredible things that God has promised promised he'll do for covenant keepers. In fact, God even has promises to people who have made covenants, but break them or are not currently keeping covenants. And that's when I first learned about this this concept called uh, chesed. It's a, a kind of covenantal love that President Nelson described in a, a Leahona address in 2022 the October edition of the Leahona. And it's basically this that once someone makes a covenant with God, they are entitled to a special kind of love and mercy that will continue no matter what. It's the kind of it's the kind of love that a mother has for their children. It's it's that kind of come what may no matter what they're going to keep reaching out. As I started looking over my list, it just was incredible and I started connecting the dots to my past. And I believe if we, if we understand and connect blessings we receive to the covenant, we can see them all over, all over the place. One great way we, could, we can notice the blessings in our lives is, if, is um, I don't know if you've heard this invitation from President Eyring, but there was a time in his life where for several years he wrote in a journal daily and he answered the prompt, in what way have I seen God's hand reaching out? to bless me and my family today. I I want to be the first to admit that, that I haven't done that, at least for very long at all. But having a practice kind of like that, where we are looking for the ways God is reaching out to bless us, is another very powerful way we can recognize when blessings come from heaven. And I think the last thing I would say is, if we practice thanking God for the blessings that He sends, then I've found that He helps us. Recognize future blessings when they come, and and we get better and better at recognizing the blessings that he sends. I think he probably gets excited about sending us blessings if we notice them and thank him for them.
0: Totally, I love that so much. Gratitude is such a powerful um, amplifier. The other day, I was, we had family, you know, in for Winston's baptism, and when everyone left, I like looked around and saw how filthy our house was, and I was like. Oh, And I kind of had this frustration and I had this prompting come into my brain and the Lord said, turn it all to blessings. And I was like, what does that mean? And so I, I uh, got my steam mop and I started steam mopping the floors. And I was like, I am so thankful that we have these super slippery floors that the kids love putting socks on and sliding across. Like that's so fun for them as I'm steam mopping the floors. And then I'm like, Wiping down the counters. And I was like, I'm so grateful that we have food that I'm able to wipe off the counters. Like we are so lucky. Look at all the food we have in our pantry. We are so blessed. The Lord is so ample in his mighty mercy. And it was the most interesting thing because I was so grumpy when I started cleaning. And by the end, I was like brimming with joy. And the Lord helped me see that all of the things that I was looking at were in fact blessings I The reason why our house was a disaster was because we had grandparents come in from around the country to celebrate and to support my son and I was like this is this is just a representation of all of the love the Lord has for me, and so I really do believe that when we count we count all of the ways that the Lord blesses us every day, our gratitude does amplify and help us see all of the many ways that we are blessed in our covenantal relationship. So good. And I will link all of these talks that you are referencing and the article that you referenced about Hesed. I will link all of these in the show notes because these are fantastic, fantastic things to dig into once um, you know all of these ideas about covenantal relationships come into your brain. These are all great tools to help. And I also thought too, um, in the For Strength of Youth pamphlet, there are at the bottom of each section, a promised blessings section. And I find that very interesting because, you know, the beginning, love God and love others. And then it gives specific promised blessings. If we do those things, we will see these things in our life. And I think it would be very interesting to go through and to find all the promised blessings like, uh, president Nelson told us to do going through and specifically for, you know, the covenants like that we have made in the temple, finding specific promise blessings that have been given by prophets and apostles that are associated with those things that we are working on. That would be a really fantastic study. I hope you enjoyed this first half of my interview with Brian. He is so powerful yet so humble And I love hearing him teach. He's just an incredible person. As incredible as he sounds, he's just like that in real life. I hope you have an amazing week and have some awesome conversations with Heavenly Father, some living discussions about uh, your covenantal relationship with Him. And if you do dig into this study, please send me what you learn. I want to learn too. Have an amazing day. Bye. If you liked this episode, please consider sending it to a friend or rating and reviewing our podcast on Apple Podcasts. If you're interested in Christ-centered artwork, visit our website, thelatterdayladies.com, and click on the Etsy tab.